Bucks never stop here. You're listening to Green and Growing, hosted by Sparky Pfeiffer and Nathan Marzion. Welcome back, Kurt and Log. See Sparky Fiber, 1250 AM. The fan, Ryan Horvat. Uh, he, of course, part of BetMGM tonight, part of the BetQL Radio Network. Follow him on Twitter, Ryan Horvat. You can follow me at Sparky Radio. Uh, you can, of course, check these out on the Odyssey Sports YouTube page uh, as well. Uh, and you can also download it on your Odyssey app uh, or uh, anywhere you download your favorite podcast app. How has your perception of Matt LaFleur, a.k.a. LaFlower, per Horvat? changed uh, here as the Packers have fought their way back to six and six. And as Horvath noted back in the first segment of the show, this offense looks uh, probably a lot more like what everybody thought the Matt LaFleur offense should look like. Horvath, I can't wait to hear this. Go ahead. I wouldn't say that my perception on LaFleur has changed because I was never a LaFleur hater. And- you called him LaFleur. How is that not a hater? Yeah, I mean, you look like you. Every time this team takes a loss, he looks like he's going to cry. And uh, <laughs> no, but I've I've always like I like Lafleur. I mean, it looked like you know how I was I was saying like early on this season. I wonder if David Bakhtiari even wants to play on this team. Like yeah. there were times like against Denver and against the Raiders where I was questioning if Matt Lafleur really wanted to coach this young team. Or if he was like, shoot, I really miss Aaron Rodgers. You know what I mean? Like, Oh, I'm sure that crossed his mind. Because, yeah, I was like hard on the floor for a couple weeks, and we should have been hard on him, though, man, because I was sticking up for Jordan Love at the time because I thought he was being set up for failure, not only by the drops and, you know, the terrible offensive line play at the time, but by the play calling. The play calling was lazy as hell. The first two weeks, especially the game against Chicago, I loved it. And it's not trick plays, man. I don't need the trick plays because this team cannot – execute trick plays i don't want to see him anymore to be horrible honest. at it like and like you know you want to go jet sweep to Jaden reed sure i don't need any like throwbacks to jordan lovering thing like that it was you know like look what the Bengals tried with boyd the other night we don't need any of that stuff but you know um it's not even about like pre-snap motion i wanted to see like a little bit more play action um you know more quick easy throws for jordan love to kind of open things up run the ball run the ball when you're supposed to run the ball and use Aaron Jones. Now Aaron Jones is hurt. I like the way they're using AJ Dillon. Um, in fourth and one though, I never want to see Jordan Love in shotgun. If you have AJ Dillon on that field, just line them up under center, give it to AJ Dillon. Problem is he gets stuffed a lot. And a lot of that has to do with this offensive line, just not creating a whole bunch of space, you know, not getting a whole bunch of push up front. They're getting a little bit better, but you know, it's just A.J. Dillon trying to fight off like two, three defenders. Sometimes he's able to do that. Sometimes he's not. The other night he was able to do that. But yeah, man, like it looks like LaFleur went back into the lab, read the press clippings where everybody was calling him out and like, you know, spent hours in the office. He hasn't been sleeping and put together a couple good game plans. LaFleur's always really good at the, the scripted stuff, though. You know, the first two drives of the game, usually pretty good. And then the first drive out of the second half, the first couple, his issue is usually in the third or like late in the fourth quarter um, in those big games, you know, he gets out coached, not always great at making the right adjustments or making the right calls on the fly. Um, But you know what helps not having to do that nonsense is building leads early on in games, which against Kansas city, you know, when you score on your first two drives, that helps. You don't want to be playing from behind with a young team. So he's been really good, but my perception hasn't really changed. We're just getting the good LaFleur, not whatever the hell that was weeks well, three, 
next weeks three through seven, you know, and look how great Jordan loves playing because of it. Look how much better AJ Dillon's playing. Look at these young wide receivers. The defense is all on Joe Barry, but the offense has been much better. We talk about, we talk about LaFleur and you go back to that stretch where they were awful. They couldn't score in first halves. You couldn't score at all. They couldn't move the ball. It was one, two, three, punt, one, two, three, punt. And then they come out of halftime, and then the offense opens up in the third quarter every one of those games, and they make things interesting more times than not. More in closing, but they made things interesting. And LaFleur, I think it was uh, after the Chiefs game this week, they asked him, they're like, I forgot who brought it up. Somebody said, hey, well, why, why all of a sudden are you going into your bag more with these play calls maybe than you did earlier in the year, right? And LaFleur pretty much said that – I think it. I think he said it was the Steelers game, which they lost. But he saw everything start to change on offense. He saw them start to click a little bit um, and start to figure things out. And pretty much from that moment on, he said, "Okay, I'm going to open this up, and we're going to we're going to kind of open this offense up a little bit more and go to you know how I want to run it." Yeah. Fact of the matter is, he didn't trust them. And that's why it was so vanilla and so plain because guys were running the wrong routes. They couldn't protect. Uh, they couldn't protect Love. AJ Dillon sucked for the most part. Uh, they couldn't run block. Jones couldn't stay healthy. I mean, there was a lot going on. So he just said, "Screw it. I'm just. I'm going to call this as plain Jane as possible until everybody figures out what the hell they're supposed to be doing. And then when we get to that point, I'll open it up. And that's why I kept saying, like, I'm not evaluating Love until we get a better idea of everybody's doing their job and it's Love's fault." And my goal was just by the end of the year, the last couple of weeks, show me that this offense, what it could look like next year, way ahead of what I thought. Like, there's no way I would have had them beating the Lions and Chiefs. I said before that Lions game or before the Chargers game, I said, I'm not picking them to win another game the rest of the year. I'm just not. They beat the Chargers. We come on curtain long. And you're feeling good about the Lions game. I'm like, nope, I'm not touching them. I don't, nope, nope, nope. And then Kansas City, and you were out sick. And again, I was like, no, not picking them. No, not happening it. And I said going in that podcast, I said, I think the Packers can score 17 to 24 points. I go, my problem is I don't think Joe Barry's defense can keep Mahomes under 30. So they probably lose the game at the end of the day. I did not expect two weeks in a row, Chiefs and Lions, for them to be able to create turnovers. That was the biggest problem all year. They haven't been able to create turnovers. They get fumbles against the Lions. They get a big interception by Nixon here against the Lions. LaFleur said at halftime, he pretty much said, whoever turns it over is going to lose, right? So whoever gets the turnover, you know, gets the interception and the fumble recovery is probably going to win this game. That's how it played out. LaFleur is another one. We talk about character that I wanted to see how this was going to go. First time you've ever been in a situation with a young team struggling, everybody all over you, how are you going to react? And he was emotional. No question. There was one game where he was pissed off and all fiery uh, going into halftime like he was about ready to cry about how bad they were and whether or not they wanted to be out there and this whole thing. You, you've seen a lot of that uh, emotion from LaFleur that you didn't see as much with Rodgers, at least not publicly. Maybe it was privately, but not publicly. So you saw some of that. And the other thing you're seeing, these dudes get down with LaFleur, man. It feels like they buy into what LaFleur is saying. Did you see the Rashawn Gary one uh, oh, yeah. against the, the Lions where he gives him a big Lions. hug, gives him the game ball, and Gary yeah. gets all choked up? You can just tell, you can feel like they're kind of all in this together with love, with LaFleur. Everybody's pulling in the same direction. That That's a good, good sign going forward.